Hey, Sean. Yes, Ray. What groups of people do you think it's still okay to make jokes about? <laughs> well, that's like... Is that a good question? About is that a, a good opener question? Um, no? It is... Yeah, it is a good opener question. The one that you will not get you any, any kind of blowback or canceled, if you will, in the... In the, the, the edgelord uh, world? In the, I, uh, I for physically can't get canceled. You, what are they going to take from me? Well, that's the thing. It's yeah. like when you're, that, the, that's like the freedom of when you hear about like ah, a recession coming, writer's strike. This, I'm like, I'm so broke. It's like you're kind of unaffected. You're kind of <laughs> just like, hey, I'm in my own little bubble here. I'm just I'm going to be as broke as I was before this, well, this recession I happened. Mean, but I was even that way. I'm in a bunch of student loan debt, and when they were getting all excited about they were like, oh, they're forgiving loans. You could get up to $10,000. I'm like, that wouldn't make a dent. No, no. That's why it's like a, just a gesture. Yeah. But to answer your question, um, it actually is a, it's a really uh, – it, it, it's weird. Um, Italians. Yes. Uh, and with, with to the point where, like, like it sh- this shouldn't be the case. Because it's really if, – here's the thing. If, if – and I consider myself a, a fairly liberal person. If liberals were actually liberal and they were horrified by the one thing, they should be across the board. The 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 bullying and the the um, the the the, uh, the the remarks made about people's backgrounds or you know whatever should be horrifying no matter what. And the fact of the matter is that that's just not the case. They pick and choose. There's like there's like yeah some some nationalities are trending. That's so true. That is really yeah. true. Yeah, and it and it varies. And like like after after a while, they're just like, ah, you know, Mexicans don't need our help anymore. They're on their own again. Do you know what <laughs> right. I mean? Right. Just leave them in the dust. And I've realized that people that you can make fun of are, uh, with no backlash, are fat white men, fat white men. Yes. And fat black men. You can make fun of all fat men. All just fat for their men? fatness. Yeah, you'll, you people get away with saying a lot of things about fat, uh, men. fat men. We did it th- to the point where we did it as fat men on the podcast a couple weeks ago, or last week or a couple weeks ago, Two and we made ago. a joke about fat guys being on Love is Blind, and we got mul- a multitude of reactions. We got people being like, you guys are already fat. Like It's, like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's why we, we, that's why we said that, and we were kidding, but yeah. it's one of these things where it's like, but... People are brutal to fat people, like brutal, brutal, and it's still kind of accepted. Like it's still, like don't get me wrong. There's there's people who are like uh, champions of uh, of the, the larger uh, population, but like, do you know why it's accepted though? Because most of the time, you can do something to change it. Yes, and, and you I, can't be less, you know, Italian. Well, we well, could stop talking like this. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, forget about. Well, that's why uh, my friend uh, Karen Fian, she had a little bit of notoriety because she went after. There was a girl that had a, sh- a reality show called My Fat Fabulous Life or something like that. Yeah, and the girl was like, it. She wasn't just like a larger frame and just like thick. Like everybody knows people in their life that are like, hey, they have trouble losing weight. And it's and it, and it's and they're already bigger and it's like hard for them and they're a certain size and it just didn't work out and yeah maybe they can get to a certain size but they're not going to be a toothpick like I'll never yeah. be I could lose seventy more pounds and I will look I'll still have my weird frame at least up top I'll have I'll look like a like a 
like the British Bulldog, you know, from 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 the wrestling. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but she had a thing where she went out, and they were like, "How dare you bully her and do this?" And it's like, she wasn't a hundred percent wrong. Like that no. is that I'm a bigger guy. Like part of my thing is like poor nutrition. I, I'm I don't know I, I'm not eating healthy all the time. I'm hel- I'm the healthiest I've ever been, and I'm still not healthy. Right now, you're the healthiest you've ever been. You think? Yes, I would say so. I am on a bender of of bad food, not booze. Been good on booze. I've been a, I've been a little saint when it comes to booze. I'll be <laughs> honest, dude. I haven't had a fucking drink since Friday. Really? Saturday. Still <laughs> a couple of days. You sound like me. Still well, a couple. Yeah, a... That one time you were all pumped up. You you came up to me and you go, dude. I ain't had a drink. I, I I've been clean and sober, man. I feel good, dude. I haven't had a drink since since Saturday. And I was like, yeah, man. It's Monday. That's of one full day. You haven't even gotten through Monday yet, Donnelly. Come on. Yep, you're right. So, uh, <laughs> what, a little junk foodie? A little junk foodie? I'm, ju- I'm, I'm, a, I'm a junk... Dude, and you... Do you want to hear the fucking addict I am right now? Sure. I uh, met you at the Fat Black Pussycat last night, and you had a bunch of snacks. You brought a... B- nice guy that you are. Brought a bunch of candy for the staff there, yeah. which I think I ate the most David of. The David Tell move. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good where I move. saw it. It's yeah. a good move. It's a really good move. And, and I figured sugar, it's like keeps you up, like you're working all night. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and there's no sugar. You know how sugar's never harmful. <laughs> and I, you had these gummy lifesavers. They were fantastic. I didn't know what they? they were all about. I had them. I go to fucking Othello when I get back. I buy a full bag of them. Yeah. And I ate the whole bag last night. Of course, night. they're addictive. They're insanely good. They're so good. I'm Th- getting more again. Yeah, you should. Well, here's the thing. It's like I don't. You can't tell me any behaviors when it comes to junk food or candy that I'm gonna be like, "How dare you?" That's that's ho- abhorrent. It's it's. I totally get it. Even today, you know what I do now? I'm the disclaimer guy. I did this today. I have I have a, a child sensibility of of meals. Oh, I know. Uh, but you, you know, because you know what I eat as far as being yeah. plain and stuff like that goes. But even to the point where today I ate at Essex Market by my girlfriend's house. And the Lower East Side, and there's a place called Mighty Burger, which is um, it's it's not cheap, but it's a good cheeseburger. And I had cheeseburger, ate half the fries, actually, you know, whatever, because I knew I have a thing where I'm like, oh, lunch and dinner, I get dessert for. I get dessert I for just, fucking breakfast, brother. Do you really? Sometimes, I mean, I have. Yeah. What's your dessert for breakfast? Because I I would probably do that if I knew a dessert for breakfast. I mean, let me just grabbing a candy on the way back. I grab a candy on the way back. Or I'll be like, oh, maybe I'll do like a chocolate croissant somewhere or ooh, I'll do a cookie or I, and I don't do this anymore. I really try to stop it. But I also save like if I get an omelet, potatoes and I got um, bread, if they give me bread like toast, I will save one piece of toast to put jelly on. And that's my little dessert. Uh, yeah, that's not that bad, though. But like that's not that bad, but it's but chocolate croissants a lot. But here's what I did today. I had the burger, ate half the fries, had three sips of my soda. Burger was good. It was filled up. They have a, a French bakery on top called a Cafe Diovan or whatever it's called. Best chocolate chip cookie I ever had in my life. I, anytime I eat that Essex Market, I go and I get one of those cookies. And yeah. I bring one back for Owen, um, my girlfriend's son, right? Usually. Well, I haven't in a while, but usually I do. Anyway, there was a woman online, and I found myself verbally like I was like oh I the, I know the people that work at the bakery now because I get it all the time and they're very very nice and I go oh, I got my you know got the burger downstairs and now because I eat like a child I'm getting the dessert <laughs> and I'm making I find myself like being self-deprecating making jokes because I'm like 
oh, this lady, uh, this lady's gonna think I'm a fat fuck. That's what I think about all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, dude, I have severe like. Fortunately, I, I think I would. Hmm, I don't know how to phrase this. I think I would be. Here's what I'll say. I think I would be 500 pounds right now if I didn't have as much shame as I do. Because I will see something advertised on TV that looks delicious. Like, uh, it'll be like, hey, try the new Taco Bell flaming Hot Cheeto Crust uh, double Dusted decker, Cheese yeah. Double Decker Heart Attack Fucking Bend You Over Dildo <laughs> uh, Gordita. And, Parachute. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I know I would love that. I know that's phenomenal, but I can't. Just because of the... The, the, the social aspect of it, like you walking in, ordering it first of all, and then sitting there and eating it. When in reality, nobody, everybody in a Taco Bell is already not. They're not there judging anybody. No, because yeah. they've they've obviously they've, made some decisions that have gotten them to that place as well. And and that's and that's not judging somebody making a buck. What I'm saying is, is I feel like right when I walk away, they're like, Woof, like that fat fuck needed that. <laughs> And I know they're not, but that's just what's in my head. But thank God I have that governor to keep me from going off the deep end. Uh, yeah. Uber Eats kind of fucks with that a little bit for me. Why? Because you don't want them knowing? Well, it's complete anonymity. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, totally. Also, let me ask you this. Do you think you'd be bigger if you still lived in Pittsburgh? Because you'd be driving everywhere. Mm, that's a good question. Would I be fatter if I still lived in Pittsburgh? Even me, I'm not I'm far yeah. from home, but if I 100%. lived in Long Island, yeah. I think I'd be 300 pounds. 100%. And that's like what there is to do in Pittsburgh is eat really bad food. And I know there's a lot of really bad food here, but you kind of got to walk to it at least. You got to walk to it at least. And there's also like good enough food choices as an alternative. Like like you're not, <laughs> as I say this, Burger King's down the block and I've gone there on the way home from the train. Mm, but I mean I've like, seen it. but <laughs> yeah, but I, but it's not like the only game in town, you know. Like a lot of times, is like, like even when you like, I, don't get me wrong. Like even in Long Island, you know, it, it, don't get me wrong. There's healthy options, but like, I don't know. I think there's a home comfort thing where you're like, if you're if you're brought up to eat shitty, you're not going home and going, well, let me try out this new salad place in my neighborhood. You're going, I came home to get this pizza place, this these this this pasta, this this uh. Go to this bar, get this bar, get these wings, get these fries, cheese fries from this diner, and and all the crappiness. I got a good question for you. Yeah, this reminds me. Uh, I used to do a bit about this, but this is just a serious thing that I used to do. Um, I used to go on first dates, and I probably still did it on first dates when we actually ate. And I would not order what I wanted. I would order something that made her think that I was health conscious, oh, that's or even that I was uh, like had some type of palate. You know, I, I've I've ordered like blackened salmon salad on first dates. I love. What if you keep going in the relationship and then you become like Johnny Sack's wife? <laughs> <laughs> you're just hiding, you're hiding, just like cookies and candy and like a, just yelling a, at me a, a in the box in the basement. And then he's like, he's like, what is this? Why didn't you tell me? And you're like, on our first day, you had blackened salmon. I'm just on all fours crying <laughs> in the laundry room. She's like, Cinnabon in the dryer. You didn't think I'd find that. Well, that's one of the best things ever. But, that. but it's but it's also like, you know, like it's that's a almost a form of catfishing. 
it, it, it's misrepresentation. It's misrepresentation, but it's also the dumbest misrepresentation in the world because her sitting there, is she just like, Ugh, I guess this is day one of the diet. You know, like oh, because she's looking. She at you can see at me. <laughs> she can see what I look like. She can see that I'm sweating a little bit in fucking March. <laughs> um, that's why first dates. But I don't know if anybody's making that. Are they making that connection? Like, I think are people thinking that far ahead? Are they taking that step and going like, I've I've never like judged when anybody ordered at a restaurant. I guess people do that on dates. I think it would have to be like. Hey, let me get a side of beef, sixteen wings, and I have to be like fifteen thousand things. Where it's like, that's a that's a lot. Like, are you gonna get sick or something? You know, whatever it is. But like, I've never been on a date and been like, oh my god, you're getting that. Like, I've, yeah, I've never, I've never been the judge, right, jury and executioner. But I have assumed they were the judge. You know what? My saving grace is this. I don't. I think you're the same because we've never eaten and you've been like a glutton. Like you're not a glutton. Sometimes in secret, I am. Okay. Okay. That's that's what I'm saying. That's the shame part. Yeah. Okay. That's like 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 yeah. I like I'll do things where I I would say like once every two months I'll do just some ignorant ass shit. Yeah, but that's but as long as it's not like a along the lines of a eating disorder, you're fine. Like no, where it's, it's like it's not, not an you know. eating disorder, but it's just a thing where it's like, dude, you're sick. You're making yourself sick because that because you just want to and and part of it is we you know what has kind of stuck with me and I really need to follow it. Jason Salmon, when he was on, or yeah, when he was on the podcast, said, uh, "I think he said it on the show that every time you eat shouldn't be a celebration." Uh, it, yes, it's and I'm I, fucking yeah, bad I, with it, dude. I, I wish I could say it stuck with me, but I've heard that multiple times, and <laughs> it never sticks with me, and it should. You know what never sticks with me is the uh, why don't I just turn into Joe? <laughs> uh, uh, you know what never sticks with me is when I like. Like, people were like, oh, I watched this documentary about how they actually make chicken nuggets at McDonald's. I'll never eat them again. There's there's one that did. The Fed Up. You ever watched the Fed Up one? No. It's about, like, what... It's, it's kind of crazy. It actually kind of... It makes it actually makes you feel better for being fat. It <laughs> makes you it makes you realize things are fucked up. But, like, uh, uh, Katie Couric uh, is the one who, like, narrates it. And it's basically about how, like, our modern food system is set... Like... You might think you there's people there's like food deserts you know they call them food uh, food deserts where meaning that there's places in this country where you can't r- truthfully get healthy food and I don't know if it's along the same lines but they also talk about how like there was a guy there was people who think you could walk into a supermarket and they show you 15 different items you could get thinking you're on a healthy diet and all of them because of our the corn thing and the corn syrup thing ha- and whatever else have sugar in them. But and, and, and but you you don't think that's the case because you don't have a mature you don't you don't have the enough know how to be like oh no the, uh, to read the back of it and go oh this is fucked you're thinking like yeah organic this sounds good yeah, whatever it is you know oh it's all it's all a tra- I mean I mean it goes Trap. it goes back to um, them making fat the enemy the idea of like fat content and things they made like fat free this you know reduce fat but really the problem was sugar for yeah. all these years yeah but. Sugar and sugar just sounds better than fat. Sugar. You could you could get away with calling a stranger sugar. <laughs> hey, sugar. 
Whatever you can't be like, like sup, fat. You know, nobody wants to go after sugar. <laughs> yeah, I love sugar. Sugar's sweet. <laughs> Such a sweetie. You s- like like an old woman would come up to you and she'd be like, hey there, sugar. Hey, sugar. How you doing, the sugar? Going, hey, fatty. Yeah. <laughs> when meanwhile, fat's better than better for you than sugar. Eating fat than eating sugar. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? I think, well, the, the what is the thing? What they say is everything in moderation, but. The fact that not every meal is a celebration is like hits me to my core when I hear it originally because that's just how I go about my my day. I'm like I'm eating. I said this. I, I you know why? Because you're like, poor. I'm what? poor. We're poor. Yeah. It, it, I I think I think it I think it is a curse on the poor that that is like one of the only things that we have of luxury is the food that we eat sometimes. Yeah, or if you're thinking, you're waking up thinking like, what am I going to have for lunch? What am I going to have for dinner? Like, that, you spend more than just two minutes. I think that's another thing. If you're spending more than, which I've done, like where I've looked and seen, I've scrolled like it's Tinder. Like I'm swiping right on, <laughs> on restaurants, <laughs> on, on DoorDash or whatever, <laughs> and then like, what am I going to get? And I've looked and then been like, ah, put stuff in items in, 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 uh, in, in the cart, yeah. taking them out. Not on the order, gone to the next one, and spent like twenty five minutes deciding what I'm. And, and then like, like you're trying to find the perfect pornographic video to watch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to fuck this meal. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I think I think that was a really good thing that Jason said because it was like the attitude, your attitude towards food probably can really. That's why I wanted to do that Noom thing. You know, Noom. Uh, I think a bunch of football players lost a lot of weight on that. Like former it football supposedly players. it works, changes your mindset about food, but it's it's not cheap. It's like I think it's one fifty a month or something. See, here's my thing: I want to lose weight. I want to get in better shape. I'm not trying. Don't I, I don't want my mind changing. That's how you. That's how it happens. Ugh. And and also this like <laughs> like everything in moderation is never going to work for me. Why is that? Because you want everything. I, I'm I'm a I'm an American. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, so like, do you know what I mean? Like everything that, like, our friendship is based on the fact that we don't do anything in moderation. We go out for drinks. We don't do that in moderation. We do not. We go out for lunch. We don't do that in moderation. Yeah. We, um, you know, we fucking. What else don't we do in moderation? Well, oh, we don't people please in moderation. We're not. We don't give a moderate level of people. We 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 go to the extremes on every single thing that we do. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I agree. I'm like glad I don't smoke because I would I would be smoking three packs a day. Yeah, there's certain things that I just can't touch. Yeah, drugs. Well, do you think you'd be? Have you ever done coke? Yeah. You, you would you be a? The only reason I don't do coke now is because of my age. Like I never did it. It always freaked me out a little it's a, bit. It's a weird time. It's a weird to start. time. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, you can't start coke at forty four, almost forty five years old. That's that's. So much sadder than being a cokehead. Do you know how Ike Turner died? He tried coke for the first time? Crack cocaine overdose at like the age of 73. <laughs> Wait, but it wasn't... Was his first time doing it? I fucking doubt uh. it. But still. That's <laughs> yeah. a weird... Well, no, he was already you, doing don't it. Don't you think you hit like 65 retirement age and you're like, eh, I left the job. Maybe I'll give... Or no, nah, maybe that's when you really start to ramp it up. Who knows? Well, you have more time on your hands. Yeah. I... Was also thinking that about. I still think the same way about comedy. I'm like, I don't want to be 65 <laughs> and still doing this path- these pathetic gigs that I do. He's fucking like, I I was talking about that the other day with my girl. I'm like, I don't want to do fucking Italian restaurants at 65. Like, like I'm. I, there is. You're right. You can age out of stuff. You can age out of a lot of stuff. Yeah, 100. percent But the when it comes to food, you're right. We do everything in large amounts. Drinking's our big one. That's my that's big my vice. tough one. And I've been I've been better lately. I'm not. 
You've been having drinks since Friday. I had, I had one drink Saturday. last night. I've been doing pretty good. What? Saturday. Saturday. I'm not gonna lie to our audience. Um. Yeah. Well, I've been keeping the beast at bay though. Like even when I drink, the beast has been at bay. The beast. You know what it is. You don't have to do is, I have to just tell myself. I go. It happened to me over here at the Rover. I was. I'll tell you what happened was. Um, I showed up and met up with Colin and, and Steve Rogers, a couple of comics, and I was like, I'll just have a seltzer. And it was Monday. I had no problem doing it. Yeah. And then my friend from, from Patty's, um, my friend Gigi from Patty's, she, uh, what you call it? She randomly, like, she, ta- she got engaged like two weeks ago, and they just got married at City Hall, and they, sh- they hang out at, Ro- at Rover and showed up. And I was like, well, I'm not a heathen. There's no way I'm not going to have a drink for you with you for your well, that's wedding. Also, and that's also people-pleasing. It's people-pleasing, but it's also... Here's the thing. If that's people-pleasing, then I'm never going to get out of it. Because it's not. It's being a good... It's being a good citizen. Because you... It's the right thing to do. I don't want a devil's advocate you here. Because I, I hate when people play devil's advocate. I think that's the lamest thing to ever do. Because when somebody's like, can I just play devil's advocate? And you're like, <laughs> shut up! Agree with me! <laughs> fucking asshole. I want you to play devil's advocate. But what I'm saying is... is, is you are. You have said on multiple occasions that you're like, hey, I want to cut back a little bit. Not even just because you think that you have a problem. It's just like I'd like to not fucking spend thirty bucks at a bar on a well, fucking we talked about Monday. That. Yeah. So you sticking to your guns there and being like, hey, you know, I got you next time I see you. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it easy tonight. You could have easily done that and not have been an asshole. But you have what I have. Besides the people pleasing, is I am a social drinker to the max. Yes. I don't drink at home alone. Me either. Ever. I me either. Yeah. I never do. Yeah. If there's ever any alcohol at my house, somebody brought it here. It's it's dude, I can't tell you the last time I've had a drink alone where I finished a full drink by myself. Yeah. It's not fun to me. No, it's not. And that's also why we're not the the to the T definition of alcoholic. Yeah. We're on the spectrum. <laughs> we're on <laughs> there a spectrum? Uh, there, yeah, I think there is. Oh, okay. I read there was an article about it. It's it's more of a gray it's I think we're it, there's a there's a haziness to it. But what I'm saying is we don't have the uh, the real real problem comes from where it affects your livelihood and then when you're drinking alone a lot. Like that's when it gets heavy. Like if there's no social aspect to it, we're not partaking. My buddy Andy came to town. He was drinking pounders by himself in my living room when everybody else was sleeping. Yeah, I would. That, uh, that sounds zero fun to me, dude. That sounds so fucking boring. Yeah. I would at least have to be on the phone with somebody. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that maybe where it's like yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, may, maybe I would do that if I had. Guinness was like that. If I, I used to, the one thing I would do at home is once in a blue moon would have a frosty glass with a Guinness, with a Guinness can in it. That was great. Dur- and also during pandemic, I did drink at home, but it was social. My, me, me and my roommate would drink. I'd have a six pack of Modelo like every night. It was I would drink on Zoom. Bad. I what? would drink on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Remember? The, yeah, yeah, they had a lot of that drinking yeah. on Zoom. But anyway, but it's what we were, the original point you were making was that uh, what we were saying. I forgot my original <laughs> point years ago. Oh, you were saying that. Um, oh, y- you could turn around and tell them like, yeah, hey, I, I, mean, I know you got congrats, but 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 if you really didn't want to have the drink, that would have been a good exercise in being like, eh, it's a good point. But I never it chalk it up to the human condition. I never in a million years that would have that happened ever. I never I would have me being a little bit going out me not fulfilling me not having a drink and having one and then leave which I did was I had one hung out said yeah congrats talked to them for a little bit and then went back home. 
which was like, all right, that alone, the fact that I didn't. Well, that's like, a good. That's a win. That's a win. I think it's a. It's win. a win because it's like it would have been like a ah, let's hang for your for you getting married. That's yeah. one that's so hard for me, man. It was, dude. It was last night. It was tough when you when you were grabbing a shot and you're like, hey, you want a drink? You want to do a drink? Yeah. And I was just like, nah, because I know I don't need it. And here's been my problem lately is the reason I haven't been out of control while I'm drinking is I'm I'm doing beer again. Oh, that's a good way. But to it do makes it. me fatter than a motherfucker. It, it makes me feel gross. You, right? It's so yeah. bloaty. Yeah. And I, I just can't do it. I'll do it with. I'm also a routine guy, so yeah. I went into the because I was at Fat Black Pussycat last night. You came and hung out, and I did go into it like I'm probably not gonna have any. And then I went and I was like, I can't, I'm in this building. I usually have one here, so I went and did my hosting set. Oh no, I, I went. I had one right before I went up, and then had one before I left, and then. Uh, and that that was pretty much it. But like I, but but I, it's I'm in this place. I'm gonna have a drink. I get routine like that pretty quick with drinking. I already have it now that uh, Seventh Street Comedy's opened up, and I've been doing some spots there. And they have that tile bar right across the street where they kind of take care of you. Now I'm in the thing where like, if I'm there at the end of the night, I'm like, hey, is anybody going to tile bar for a drink? I'm down to go for a drink, and I'll yeah. go there. Because you, because you like the the coupling of the two things, like the vibe. Yeah, I'm yeah. a vibe guy. Yeah, same here. I used to do that in that same area, Avenue B. There's a place called Mario's. She got famous over the pandemic for selling Irish soda bread. This woman has like six kids. She's from Ireland. Really sweet. Yeah. I used to when I would do shows at UCB East, which was around for a long time. I don't know if you were. It was Man, like gone by the time you got here. I think yeah. And it's literally down the block from it. And I would go to Mary's. I'd have a Guinness, a, a Jameson, and maybe get some food. Every time I'd have a spot, I'd make a point to get there early and have the same thing, boom, go, have one, just one, just one and one, food, and go. Not get shit-faced, just, just one and one and go. Because it was like a thing where it's like, oh, it's fulfilling that routine thing in me. But it's still a nice habit. Like, it's like a, it's, like, like yeah. you get into that pretty. Easily. Yeah. 100%. I do it once. Not a nice habit, but it's a pretty, like, it's easy to fall into. 100%. Yeah. And like, if I was to go. Yeah, maybe if I was to go two weeks in a row of doing spots at the cellar and, and Fat Black and and, like, and turn down the drinks, I'd be used to not drinking there, and that would be the routine probably. Like, I, don't get me wrong, drinking's fun, so maybe not, but, you know. That's part of the fun of it, though. Like, I love doing a show and then grabbing a drink. It's great. It makes it more fun for the night. It's like it's like bouncing around to spots and not having at least one is, like, boring. Oh, there's a cat. That's a cat. That sound is. A I think cat. it's a cat or a. That's a fucking. That's a couple of cats. That's a gaggle of cats. That happens all the time. There's like, oh, these cats fucking. They're either having sex or giving birth or dying. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's a, it's a lot of different things that it could be. It's a wide range. It's uh, if you can't hear picking up in the microphone. I don't think they're gonna be able to hear. Maybe you can, but it is sounds like about like three cats are, moaning. I think it's sex. I think it's sex. I think Cat they go. Sex. I think they come back to this garage behind my house to to do it. Like I hear it all the time. Like an orgy. And you'll hear them fight. You'll hear them like you'll hear like cat rape going on, <laughs> or really? like just a cat fights like fighting. I don't know. You know the affections of a cat. I you don't know, know ducks are big rapists. I've animals. heard of that. I've seen a duck rape. You've seen Central Park it in person. Central Park during the <laughs> pandemic. We used to go there <laughs> all the time. Central Park. Yeah, duck rape. Broad daylight duck rape. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah, these fucking. Male ducks were all Multiple? like two of them were kind of attacking this this female duck. Oh my god! And then another male duck comes, and we kind of thought maybe he was trying to intervene. Yeah, but I think he was just trying to be 
another fucking piece of shit duck. And uh, they made him leave. They, like, attacked him, like, bit at him, and he ran away. Wow. And then they continued what they were doing. Did Donald Trump go to the newspaper and say they should be uh, put to death? (laughs) 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 Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) He did that with the Central Park Five. uh, five, And they were completely innocent. Completely innocent. Um, Dude, but I have really quickly. We leave the guy one mistake. Give him a break. (laughs) (laughs) We should have murdered these kids that did nothing. I've watched part of that documentary. It's brutal. I want to watch the documentary. I heard it's it's It's, really fast. You watch them just get completely oh bulldozed by the cops i just remember my point what about you said that you watched that documentary and it made you think a different way about eating but you didn't change any habits from it um um i think it added into my psyche and then later on when i started doing the intermittent the intermittent fasting thing is what changed did i use uh, i used to eat way worse like like zero veggies like zero veggies but i, I, I you know i'm made with veggies it's not that many but i i'll eat them but like, and then I would have fruit, but like, so I think the, yeah, I think over the past few years and me getting older and the intermittent thing and me, like it actually made me realize like, oh, I better eat good at this part of the day because like I can't eat past a certain hour. And that helped me realize like, oh, this makes me, this, this makes me feel better. I feel better when I do X, Y, and Z. That's why I've had like, that's why no more beer. And that's why I've had like two bagels in two years. Like the movie. I super- miss bagels every day. I went today. Half a bagel. Oh, the best. So good, dude. Fucks with me so hardcore. The movie Super Size Me made me want to eat McDonald's. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah. When You're I saw the only that person I think that happened to. When I saw Super People Size Me, grossed out by that. Movie. When I saw Super Size Me back in the day, I'm like, yeah, you fucking dunce. Don't eat it every single day. What are you proving? Just wow. have McDonald's once once every month, you know. That guy kind of seemed like a novelty guy. He's, He's a like, weirdo. My sister went on a date with him in college. Morgan Spurlock. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Back in the day. How long did they date? 30 days? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They yeah, date for 30, 30 days? days straight. Yeah. They sh- he would take he would take her to McDonald's every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think, she's she's like, like, I think I this guy's know. broke. He just keeps taking me to McDonald's. Yeah. There's cameras all around him. I don't <laughs> yeah, know why. Yeah. He just keeps filming every date. It's yeah. weird. Um, here's the thing. I, I have a little bit of a topic change here. Yeah, I don't care. I have a new little hot take on a love is blind thing. Oh shit! Yes, we we haven't really talked much since the finale. We haven't talked since the since the reunion and the finale. The finale and the, yeah, right. Yeah. Good point. But I will say that I think I'm coming around on on Micah. I think I'm a bit of a Micah fan at this point. Micah the blonde, Micah and Paul. Yeah, why? I why? I'm starting to believe that she was way more um, <clears throat> uh, genuine than, than we, uh, we might have thought in the past. Yeah. Because based off clips I've seen online since then, um, also based off how that reunion went, there was that weird moment where Paul was being like, he's like, well, I, what, he's thinking about the being a mom thing. And she's like, yeah. all I did was talk to you about having kids. What are you talking about? I think he was just trying to find, and his his... His backtrack was oof. It was fucking it brutal. It was terrible. Like, and, they, yeah. And also the dude Zach jumping in. It's like shut the fuck up, dude. Mind your business. But they and then he goes, oh, th- he tells the dude Zach. They all might be a little bit off because the dude Zach said, oh, Irina, you went on this show because you wanted to be famous. And then Micah in an interview after that was like, dude, you mentioned your Instagram three times during the reunion, and it's like she's not wrong. That's wow. Not, that's a good call. She kind of killed him. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so anyway, uh, but 
I will say this. He kept going, all the receipts I need are on my Instagram. All the receipts that I need are on my Instagram. Who said that? Like, Zach? Zach. And it was like, and did I go to his Instagram and read them? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I didn't and like what was the receipts? It was it was really just him reiterating the full story about his mother. It had nothing to do with the show. It was fucking brutal. <sighs> he, it's a weird, like, I, nothing's off there with that kid. But I will say that Micah does seem way more normal than I thought and probably was. I do believe the storyline more than I yeah, probably. She's just kind of basic and dumb. Yeah, I think she kind of really, when she was like, you answer first, I because she knew he was going to say no because she knew it was off. But I do, I think it was I think it was half and half kind of thing. She was protecting herself. The one thing she said in a clip on TikTok was, in the pods, Kwame said he was 6'1 or something like that. Like, he said, and he's not even close to that apparently. <laughs> and she was like, he told me he was 6'1. And I'm like, maybe this is bullshit and a little bit of uh, whatever, you know, yeah. shots back and forth. But, like, I'm like. Can I play footsies with me down here, dog? Am I hitting your foot? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to. Um, so, but isn't interesting that uh that he like it, it, if that is true, say hypothetically, you're in the pods. How are you not giving anything but a hundred percent the truth? Because you're being filmed, and you're yeah. not going to meet up the person afterwards. At some point, especially after seeing the last season when the dude got caught pouring shit in his eyes to make it look like he was crying. You got to know they're going to go. They're going to go after. They're going to go after you. Yeah, I mean the the reunion was a little. It was okay. Um, it was it's a it, little disappointing, and I'm kind of mad. Like a lot of people, you know, they have a they have an online petition to get rid of Nick and what's her name, Vanessa. As the host. Vanessa's the host. Oh, I love them because she now the new thing is this: they got mad that she kept asking when are they going to have kids. Like having kids defines you. Everybody online oh, is going. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, some people don't want to have kids. How dare her do that? Blah blah blah. You know, Shut the fuck up. And there was a couple moments where the husband looks over to like, what the fuck are you doing? It is true. A couple times she goes, aha. She does the. She does Eddie Murphy from, from uh, Coming to America. Aha. She goes, aha, aha. She's just having a good time. I think she's just like who gives And he's. A shit? It's yeah. a fun show, man. They're, I think they kind of make the show. Nick's great. And they ask hard hitting questions in those. In those uh, reunions, I thought uh, just to. But she did go after. She went into hardcore. I think after Marshall, uh, which it's for it seemed for no reason. Like she went harder on him. Like, don't you think her opinion matters? And it's like, well, she was like being real shitty, like Jackie or whatever her name. Is. Well, that's that's what the, I don't know if I don't know if you looked on TikTok at that, where they showed all of Jackie's text messages that leaked. I did see that where, where she calls him basically calling him gay. Yeah, sweet in the gas tank or whatever, sugar, sugar in the, gas, in the tank. gas tank, saying that he uh, was twerking on the bed. But then she also said they wouldn't allow her on the the um, reunion in person because of mental health reasons. They sent her to a psychologist before it, and they said we can do an interview with you via Zoom or whatever that was. Do you but know? Do you know why Marshall didn't really go after her in the reunion? Uh, why? Because in those texts between her saying that yeah, she was gay, that, uh, she also mentions he has a giant dong. <laughs> she said she couldn't have sex with him because his penis is too big and she had a yeast infection. So it's like he was like, ah, and she kind of humiliated me, but that, <laughs> hey, we're all good. Hey, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you call me as gay as you want. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, he got a lot of shit because he said that she has a strong jawline. Maybe she was a man. I, well, no, no, I don't. I think what he did. She called him gay, she, gay, and then he said, "Well, you're 
you're a man, so maybe it makes sense. Probably, or you're a tranny, tr- trans yeah, person. He, he said, "Well, you do have a strong jawline. Maybe yeah. you were a man before." Yeah. And he said he never said the word. Oh, he didn't say the word. No. Oh, okay. Well, and then that got that became a big thing. No, they, here's the thing: if you put them next to each other, don't get me wrong. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know about this dude, but she seems a little bit batshit. Anybody yeah. can tell you the whole time she did. She would go off and start crying in the corner for no fucking reason. It's like you out, you didn't want to be there, and you have some issues. You need to work it out. And she used this when she was when food would come. She'd go say, "I'm so hungry." <laughs> Yuck! Yuck! I don't like hungry. I do have a uh, I have a, a kind of a jerk store. Yeah, I wanted to hear this. I don't so think I you told me. Get this. your take on this. It was actually, it was a very um, monumentous moment for Sean Donnelly because I had a, you know me, I'm a, I'm a very emotional man. I, I, you've seen me yeah. uh, uh, get angry at times, and you've seen and me mad. You've seen me I've mad. seen the Fighting Irish. You know, you, you actually, we're close enough. You know, Goofy Mad, and you know actual Mad. Like, sure. Right, like Goofy Mad is on stage, and there's really no, no actual Mad. And I like Goofy Mad. Goofy Mad's supposed to be fun. That's you know, yeah. that's me just yelling and being a goofball, right? Angry Mad makes car rides uncomfortable. <laughs> Angry Donnelly, actual Mad, makes car rides uncomfortable. Yes, yeah, yeah. I know it's happened a couple times. It's not every time though. I feel. I, I feel is it every I, time? Is no, every no. Show? But I feel responsible for the. Th- this is where my problem comes into. Is is a couple times you've gotten really, really mad um, about not things. at you. Let's make that no, clear. not yeah. at me. No, no, no. But how I am, I'm like. Ah oh, man, I gotta try to find a way to cheer him up and make light out of it, and you're hard to snap out of it sometimes. Yes, I am, but <laughs> I have that usually that big pop, and then. But what? go ahead. No, Continue. so what were you gonna say? No, that, that's all. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's been times I've just been sitting there thinking about like, how the fuck do I get out of it, get him out of this? You know, how do I? How do I? Because that, that's that's where I. That's a good pal. That's where I am though. Like like I like you know, the. The one other person in the car, the better mood that they're in, the better my drive's gonna be. Yeah, and also it's not it's not like I'm there. It's not like I'm like the whole ride. I'm no, no, but the, but there is subsides. the beginning of it. You are very fussy. Yes, I'm like a fussy baby. And and I and I'm like I'm trying to do things like, what kind of music does he like? Let me put on a music a song that he likes. And then if that doesn't get him, I'm like, ah, let me try to change the subject. Let me try to make fun of something that happened. And I try little things here. That's just what goes on in the brain. Anywho, anyhow. So this past weekend, I was at Hilarities, which is a fantastic club in Cleveland, Ohio, that people rave about. My first time there, I did a Thursday show myself, and I opened up for Jim Norton the rest of the weekend, who I've, I've opened up before, who's amazing and you know um, is a buddy of mine. And and and, and they could every show went great, especially the last one was like. Really, really fun. But, you know, we have our rules. We talk about it all the time when it comes to comedy. Like, we have our idea of what, how long a hosting set should be, what a host should do. Uh, if you're, I don't feature that often. I usually am closing shows on the road, but yeah. I, I'll open for Jim. I've opened for a couple people, and, and I, I enjoy it because it's like you go up and you're 25 minutes tops. And But I do have it in my head. You know me. I do a lot of crowd work. And it's like, so most of the shows... The, so the rule that we agree on is that the feature should not do any crowd work because you're supposed to, the, the next person after you is is closing out. You're in that sweet spot. They have to do double the time, if not more, and they have to, you. You might burn out some avenues of crowd work they could do. Whatever. The only time I do crowd work in a feature set is if it comes up naturally, because it looks silly if like something happens and you don't address it. Right, or, or, that's like, different. Something yeah. like that, but I never like. 
I never like stop and I'm like, what is this, blah, blah. like the only time I really address or break the fourth wall is if I have a joke that lends itself to it where like it's a starter where you're like, hey, does anybody do this? Or if it's something where something's not hitting right. and then something else is hit, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Like that type of thing. Well, here's the thing. It's like, but even that, like, so that's how I did it. I have it where there's starters and I'm, I go like, I literally go, what do you do? And then it goes into a job joke. It doesn't even matter what they say. Sure, sure. And that was my goal. And there was a guy in the front, and I go, I made one starter comment about something and then went into whatever. I was talking about myself, and then he just said something under his breath. And I like made, made his own jokes. And then he did, en- did it enough, and it was so loud enough that I was like, buddy, stop making your own jokes. I'm killing. Like, I was doing really well. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm killing. Don't worry. Stop making your own <laughs> jokes. And then the crowd loved that. And then the... The guy just kept talking, and then the club came over, um, and uh, the, the the guy from the club came over, one of the door guys, and talked to him, and then stood behind him, which, which was a fan. Oh Frickin man, ass. does that not happen everywhere? Uh, it does not happen. Well, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so just to make sure, what I did was the way that it was a big stage. I shifted the opposite direction and talked to the other crowd. And I'll be honest, for 30 seconds of talk, they knew I did it. Like you can tell, but I don't care. I'm featuring. It's not about me. I'm not about, I'm not, it doesn't, I'm not going to address this guy again and then ruin the show for, yeah. not, I ru- ru- ruin the show for Jim. It would, obviously it wouldn't be that big of a deal, but I was like, fuck that. I fucked up. I talked to him for too long. Let me try to regain the, uh, and then I just did only jokes and it went really well and I was happy with it. I'm like, great, cool. I don't feel as bad. Cut to after the show, I'm by the bar area, and I it's like almost out of a show where there's somebody block it's there's there's somebody in front of me, and then they walked away, and then this dude's there, <laughs> and, and like like paying his bill or whatever it was, and yeah. I was like this is like out of a movie or something, and I was like, and we were just looking at each other, and then he and he looks up, and he's like, oh, aren't you the guy that got mad at me? And I was like, I didn't get mad at you, man. I've been doing this a long time. I'm like, you just didn't watch the show properly, and he was like. And he goes, he goes, oh, well, yeah, you got, remember you got mad at me and you were talking to me and then you got mad at me. And I was like, I've been doing this a long time, man. I, I've been through this a lot. I don't, I didn't get mad at yeah. you. I go, you just fucked up. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. And he was like, oh yeah, the, the, then the club talked to me. And then he's like, and then you wouldn't look at, remember you didn't look my way. And I'm like, yeah, I did that on purpose. Like I ignored you. And he was like, he goes, yeah, but you didn't, you didn't say anything else to me. And I'm like, I know on purpose because you wouldn't stop talking. And I just kept on reiterating that. Yeah. So then he goes, well, the thing is, I want to, uh, this happens. We all know this happens. You know, it's coming. I'm going to fucking snap. Yeah. He goes, well, the thing is, I want to actually do this. I want to do comedy. And I think he was expecting me to go like this to go, oh, why didn't you say so? Yeah. Dude, that was great how we talked and we bantered. Let me tell you some more how you get into it. Hey, you if you would have said that while I was on there, I would have brought you on stage. Yeah, had yeah. you finished my set, kid. Welcome to the big time. We could have had your big break, kid. <laughs> I'm Mr. Hollywood. Anyway, so uh, I go, so, but my real reaction, he goes, well, I want to do this. And I look at him as you, as deadpan as I can. And I go, okay. And he goes, and he goes, well, yeah. So, I, I, and then you got mad. And he kept on reiterating that. I'm like, oh. I didn't get mad. Pause. How old is he? Uh, 30s. Okay. Maybe not, not. I don't think he's even forty yet. Okay. So uh, he goes. It was well. well I want. I want to get up and, and do stand up. I go. Okay. Then then go do it. And he and I and I was so annoyed. I'm like, I don't know why you thought I'd be the person that you're like confiding in that this, it's part you want to do yeah. actual stand up. So I go. Then go to an open mic and do it. And he goes. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, uh, you know. Cause yeah. It was weird. Like you didn't even look at me. And I, like I'm like it's like you would wouldn't even look at me the rest of the show. And I'm like yeah. On on purpose. And then he goes, at one point he goes, 
Yeah, because like <laughs> he goes, because I want to do this, and if it was if it was me on stage, I probably would have. And he starts describing what he would. And I go, and I this is the moment that I was so proud of. I go, hey man, just before, let me stop you there. What you would have done in that situation means fuck all. <laughs> and I go, you don't do this. I go, you have, you've never done it, and you don't matter. Like your opinion about this does not matter. You wouldn't shut the fuck yes. up. Yes. Yeah. You, uh, you wouldn't shut the fuck up. You were disruptive. You have to learn how to watch a show properly and then go do it, I guess. But good luck with that. But I go, you seem like a sweet guy, but you don't matter. Your opinion does not matter. And he looked at me like, oh, I get it. I'm the asshole. I'm the asshole. I'm like, you're an asshole. You seem like a sweet guy. But just so you know, what you would have done in that situation doesn't fucking matter. And I could not be more proud of myself. I'm was, proud of you. I was like, fuck you, dude. You're going to tell me what you would have done? Guess what? I did the right, I did the exact right thing. It's also the weird thing of like, why would you think that that is the logical step to entering stand-up comedy is by going there and being disruptive to professional comedians? Yes. It's like, it's like if you want to fight fires, you don't go heckle a firefighter while he's putting out a building. <laughs> You know what I mean? You're you're not here. You're not standing there like, hey, you know, if, if I if I was gonna uh, squirt water at this fire, I would do it. I like, would no. use more pressure on the hose. Yeah, yeah, yeah Shut exactly. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. It's oh man. But I, but it was like there was a moment where I go because I was completely like calm too. I was like, it's fine. I go, you seem like a nice, sweet guy. I'm just saying, you fucked up. You were wrong. Like you messed up and. I didn't get into the thing about it's like whatever's going on with you, fine, whatever. But the minute he started going, well, if it was me, I go, it wasn't you. Yeah, it wasn't you. What you, your opinion about this means nothing. If it was it you, you would have been nothing. pissing your fucking. No, actually, let's see. If it was you, you would have been you know I mean? stinking up the joint. Yeah, you've been bombing, and it was like going well. And he was like, I just kept hearing him as as I'm saying stuff. He's saying stuff on top of it. I just, the thing is, man, I didn't want to sit there. I go. All right, then, then talk to your wife next time and don't sit there. Yeah. She wanted or to. leave. 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 Just fucking and even, leave. And even when I saw him, Jim was still up. So they left early because they were all fucked up. I Man, like, I don't know. It, it's going back to last week uh, when we talked, when I was fired up about what happened at the uh, off-Broadway play that I saw. It's these people who, like, and I'm not, I'm not, like, shitting on what ever anybody chooses to do in their life or chooses to do for a living but like to be disruptive or to cavalierly say i'm thinking of doing this is such an insult to the performer yep. because all you're seeing all you all that guy's seeing of you is you doing stand-up comedy for 25 minutes and doing a really good job at it doing it for 25 minutes at at this comedy club but doesn't realize that this isn't 25 minutes this is 17 years yeah this is you at times in your life having extreme financial instability this is you you know making a lot of like fucking sacrifices to get to this point and for somebody to just heckle randomly or somebody to cavalierly go i'm thinking of doing this to fuck you dude like like i you know what i mean like i'm fucking like personally I'm, i'm fucking doing things to you know, I, I slept on a futon for a fucking year right. in New York. Right. A futon that was left there with the apartment, mind you. Right, right. So pr- I probably had bed bugs still from it. That was <laughs> three years ago. Just but that's what I'm in. saying is, is like, like nobody sees all the work that goes into it. So they're just thinking like, oh, this is my time too. This is my half hour too. No, no, your job is to shut the yeah. fuck up. It's the power differential. 
and I, it's happened before, and I've handled it poorly in the past. But the the point of the story was sorry, I got all fired I, up. What? I got all fucking no, get all I know. Off, it's frustrating, and and people don't realize it. And you're right; it's like the equivalent of going. It's like you, yeah. Let's let's be honest. It's not yeah. Maybe there's not as much money in being a doctor, or I mean, as, as in being a doctor or whatever it is. But like, the the amount of time you're putting into it yes. is worth something. And and then. The more I realize that, the more I I feel confident being like, no, you only do it. Like I didn't I didn't approach you. I didn't I didn't I didn't even talk to you. I I, I think I I think I said, what do you? I think I, I go. I think I said, how old are you? Because I go, I'm 44. Why do I look so old? It was a self. It was like me going into a joke, and I go, how old are you? And he goes, and then he right away goes, well, you look. And he tries, he's 72. And I go, I go, don't do your own. I I and I was like, buddy, like. It was, I asked you how old you were just so I can get to a joke. Just give the answer and don't give the answer. And granted, yeah, open up a can of worms, but I didn't engage purposely after the fact. So it's like one of these things where you're like, have some respect for the thing that you're that you're going to. And and my thing is always, too, is you turning away from him is like body language. And ignoring him is showing respect to everybody else in the room. Yes. Everybody and and I don't I'm I'm not trying to make because comedy is what it is. I'm not trying to make it seem like a bigger event than it really is. But in a sense, like it's people's fucking Saturday night, dude. Yep. It's people's like you work f- most people generally work 5 fucking days a week. Right. Tickets aren't cheap. Right. Drinks aren't cheap. Right. And you're spending at least 100 by the time a person by the time you get out of there. And this fucking asshole is going to decide is going to fucking <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. No, no, you're absolutely I, I right. Get it, I get it. You know, we're, we're, we're right. vibing. And, we we're having a good thing, and I and get really. Like, I take it personal. The only, the only, the only thing you could say is that it wasn't your traditional heck, but it was like a thing where it was like, you, I opened up the can of worms a little bit, but you, you took that to mean, let me not stop talking now, and that's not like if I, if you don't have enough wherewithal to realize, I'm just asking you for that so I can get to this. Fucking adults, bro. It's yeah. fucking adults. It's yeah. the craziest thing in the world to me. I um. I, I had a little moment that I told you about, but I, I, I could tell you again in a little more detail that I thought I was going to get. Um, oh, yes. That I thought I was going to get shanked. Yeah, let's hear it. I, um, I, was, I was on the subway going down to 7th Street, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there, and it's like a pretty fairly empty subway car. I'm by myself. It's one of those three-seaters, so I'm by myself on like w- like one of the end seats, and I like – don't even really look at him. I could see him a little bit. I don't get like a real good look, but I noticed this guy, like a lankier, tall guy. He has a mask on, but not like a surgical mask. Like a mask that's almost like connected to his shirt. Sunglasses on, a hat, sits next to me. I could kind of see his jeans out of the corner of my eye. They're dirty jeans, right? So it's it, like in my head, like uh, I'm like, oh, this guy probably just got off work, or or those are his lives je- on the streets. Those yeah. are his jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. only jeans. Only, you know what I mean. And so I'm sitting there. My trusty jeans. Yeah. <laughs> My jeans. Uh, so I'm sitting there and he's talking the entire time. Like he's just having a flow of conversation. There's nobody across from us. It's just me. There's nobody in the vicinity that he could have been talking to that was there physically. So my first instinct, because I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, he didn't smell bad or anything. And he wasn't like being super, super crazy. He's just talking. I'm like, oh, he's on the phone. He's just having a phone conversation. He has, he has the AirPods in. He's having a conversation on the phone. 
And I'm like, hey, 10 minutes go by, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, hey, you fucking dunce. We're underground. Yeah. You stupid. Like, he's not on a phone call. He's just talking out loud. Let me ask this. Was the cadence of how he was talking, did it sound like he was on the phone, or you were barely paying attention? I was was writing in my notebook, which, fast forward, was useless. I fucking bombed trying that material. (laughs) But um, that's not the point. It was like... It was weird because what I did start to notice is that it would be a, sh- a flow and then he would be silent for a while. So I was like, oh, maybe he's listening to w- what somebody's saying. Maybe somebody's on a right, rant. Right. And I was finally like, there's no way. And sometimes you do get reception in the tunnels. It's true. But normally not. Normally no. And then there was one point that was kind of weird because I was writing in my notebook and I was writing something about a funeral. And I wrote the word funeral. And then I heard him like maybe like two minutes later say something about showing up at the funeral. So I don't know if he's like if he was reading over my shoulder while I was writing, and I have really good handwriting, um, so it was probably easy for him to make out the letters. So then, like I started thinking, I was like, okay, he's definitely not on the phone. This guy's fucking nuts. But I am not turning my head because the minute that I turn my head and I look at him, he's looking at me. We're engaged. He knows we're engaged. Like we're engaging each other, and something bad could happen. Something weird could happen. So I do a thing where like I lean down to like go on my like uh, like. Like to start writing in my notebook, I feel him lean forward. So he's doing things like miming my movements, I feel like, to try to get my attention. So I start thinking, like, yo, this guy's been talking to me the whole time. And oh man, our thing just shut off. We just died. Oh. Um, nah, we're not going to have this. We'll have the audio version. Yeah, we'll have the audio short. version. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how, how long are we? Far we're, we're going 52 wild, minutes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll wrap this up. This is a long story. And we weren't going to use this as a clip anyways. It's <laughs> too fucking long. And we don't really have a choice. Um, <laughs> no, so he's like leaning backward, forward, backward, forward. And he's, try- and he's trying to get my attention. And I'm like, I, I start doing the thing we talked about with DeVito. Where you start planning your fight strategy, like you plan on yes. like I'm, I'm so like I'm like sitting in a way where like I know I could spring up if I need to. I'm like sitting in a way where like I'm almost like if guarding he goes myself. After, he's sitting next to you still, sitting right next to me. So he gets up at his stop, I guess. Train stopped. Doors are still closed. He's standing there waiting by the door. I have that thing where I'm like I'm waiting for a punch in the face. I'm, wa- I'm like waiting to brace for something. That's yeah, exactly what I was doing. Yeah. So I kind of take a sigh of relief. I'm like, dude, you're a lunatic, right? That was all in your head. You were like judging this guy, you know, could have been at all. And then he turns around right before the doors open, looks right at me. I look at him finally and he puts his hands like he's holding a gun and does the trigger pull twice at me and then walks off the train. Jesus. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not like the craziest story in the world or anything like that. But, but it is one of those things where I'm like, what the fuck? It's usually that's like, yeah, it's it's. It it see it might it probably was nothing, but it's one of these things. Just a crazy guy just going off. He played and had no idea where he was. But it was one of those things where it's like, it doesn't help. The trigger pull at the end doesn't help. Yeah, I've had a lot of crazy people talking about the thing where you look the other way and you're not even listening and you're just ignoring so you don't get messed with. But never has it been a a, a gesture at the end of that. that That's was what like, I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Now I'm marked for death by this guy. <laughs> it's a vendetta. Yeah. Vendetta. Uh, should we get out of here? Yeah, I mean we got. That's, it's know. a crazy moment, but now it, it's like a New York it thing. W- you have. Well, now I feel like, and it's weird because what's so New York about it is that within three minutes, I'm off the train. I had already forgotten about what happened there. I have to piss, and I'm arguing with a not arguing, pleading my case with a Starbucks employee to let me use their bathroom <laughs> that they won't let customers <laughs> use, even and you, customers. And you go, and you start yelling at them, and then give them the finger. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I should have, dude. I, but I was doing the dance thing. Like, I had to pee that bad. I'm like, Irish jig. I was doing that. I was like, dude, dude, I'll, I'll buy you three fucking coffees. I'll buy you guys each a coffee if I could just use your restroom. We had coffee for free, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Well, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's probably why I should, I should have been like, I'll, fuck, I'll jerk you off. You know, like, come in the follow me in the bathroom. Let me piss. I'll clean you off and we'll get the fuck out of here. I'm speaking well, of getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Guys, thank you so much for listening this week. We, thank um, you very much. You can check us out. Brand new jerks on YouTube. Brand new jerks on TikTok. Uh, Instagram, you look at uh, Ray B. Killing them. That's Ray's hey. Instagram uh, account. And I am at Shawnee Time. That's S E A N Y T I M E. You can email us at uh, brandnewjerks at gmail.com. Um, and we'll see you next week. We'll probably have a guest next week. We're, we're see you next week. Flipping back and forth, baby. Back and forth, guest. Sometimes you just get us, the gruesome twosome, and sometimes <laughs> we add somebody. Um, and if you are in New York City tonight, because this is coming out Thursday, the 27th, um, my show, Rain Collins' big show at 7th Street Comedy is happening. So come on up with that. Awesome. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.